back, everybody. We're happy you joined us. It's been another week of school with lots of rain in the area, but we've really needed it. Yes, the grass was looking a bit dried out with some dead spots, but it's coming back. Dad tried to save a bit of money by not turning on the sprinkler system this year. He did save the $100 or so to turn it on and another $100 to turn it off before winter, plus the cost to run it weekly, which is estimated about $100 per month. Yeah, it all depends on the size. But if you run it for seven months, it turns out to be about $1,000 per year. That's a lot. I can easily see why he wanted to cut that out of the budget. Makes a lot of sense. However, a little water can make sure he doesn't have to spend money to fix the lawn if part of it dies. Hey, that would mean extra time and effort, too. It seems like it's always a bit of a balancing act, isn't it? You know, Mom gave us a challenge last week to help out with the family budget, and I think I learned a thing or two. When she asked if we could help reduce expenses, she made it sound a bit more difficult than turning off the water on the lawn. Dad got to take the easy way out. So true. But since we haven't looked at the markets for a couple of weeks, why don't we spend a minute going over some things that took the markets by surprise? Sounds good. This is Mac and these are the markets. It's been an interesting couple of weeks that have caused some pretty big swings. However, things are holding pretty well as the Dow is under 35,000 and the S&P is under 4,500 and the Nasdaq is slightly above 15,000. I think it's time we speak about Evergrande. It's a Chinese company, but it has affected the stock of U.S. companies. It's worth talking about and it touches on GDP. We should all remember that GDP is gross domestic product from our prior podcast. It tells us how many products and services are made in a country. The more you make, the more money people earn, which allows them to buy more. If it's growing, it's good for the economy. Evergrande is the second biggest real estate company in China, which does 600,000 homes a year. Construction is almost 30% of GDP because of all the things it buys and builds. Think about it. It buys steel, which means other companies have to make it. It buys wood, glass, tile, etc. And the same thing happens. Jobs are created everywhere when building homes. They say it supports about 4 million jobs. Those aren't only their employees, but when they buy products from companies, those companies hire employees. That's huge. Evergrande is in all kinds of stuff. They're building a soccer stadium for 100,000 people. Yes, 100,000 people in the shape of a lotus flower. It's cool. And it's built an island and a theme park. They're in pig farming, own a soccer team, sell water, and much more. But housing has been going crazy in China, and they have profited, but they had to borrow a ton of money. Not a problem by itself, but last week they didn't make a payment as promised. That was around $84 billion. That's big trouble for them and banks. Their stock is down 90% in a year. Since banks borrow money from other banks to make big loans, when things go bad, it can affect a lot of people. It can be like dominoes. First, if they aren't paid back on a huge loan, most banks can go bankrupt. If Evergrande goes bankrupt, a ton of people and companies lose. GDP goes down and the economy suffers. In addition, China will buy fewer goods and services from the U.S., France, Argentina, Japan, and many, many other countries. In addition, stock markets hate uncertainty. This is a ton. The current situation has made stock prices go down. People are afraid. Many people who own their stock have gone to their various locations and protested, became mad, and even cried because they lost so much. It sounds a lot like something that happened in the wonderful year that we were born in, 2008. There was a financial crisis here in the U.S. when people couldn't pay back their loans on real estate. It was a rough time for jobs, economies, and stock markets. That's when the stock market crashed. 
But the U.S. government jumped in when it happened and helped stabilize things. That's a long story, but the U.S. did pull out of it. The issue in China is similar, but much smaller than our crisis in 2008. China can do something similar to what we did, and many believe their government will try to fix it. That should settle things down, but we'll keep an eye on things, and if necessary, we'll keep you up to date. Excellent discussion. Okay, maybe we can get back to Mom's challenge of helping reduce more of the spending on our budget. Okay. So, Mom asked if we could figure out how to reduce our food costs to less than $2 a day per person, all three meals. So, with a little math, I took four people 30 days and multiplied it by $2 a day. That's $240 for a month of food. Perfect. Compared to eating out, this is really, really cheap. Last week, Chipotle was over $40. Mom and Dad made it upscale with some wine. We had drinks and some dessert. So, to make it easy, let's call it $60. That means four meals eating out would be $240, or the entire budget she wants us to manage to. Can't be done. You would think it wasn't possible, but after doing a bit of Googling, I found you can do it for a family of six. Yes, six people for that budget. Isn't that nuts? What? No way. Are they eating cardboard, tree bark, grass? How is that possible? Let's throw out kudos to the thrifty, frugal mom online. She is making it happen and lays it all out. She's got a full cupboard to choose from by taking advantage of deals as they come. She buys food she may not need now, but isn't expensive or BOGO. But it's for food that doesn't spoil. She'll stockpile. Plus, she always cooks from scratch, and her family rarely snacks. Okay, that would take a bit of getting used to. But she lays it out with fruit, chicken pot pies, soup, salads, BBQ chicken sandwiches, pies, and more. It's doable. So you know what I did? What? Does it have something to do with being online looking at sales? Absolutely. I pulled up the weekly deals at the grocery store, opened up Amazon, and tried to do one day for under $8. That's $2 per person. If I can do one day, I could do a month. We've spoken about ramen noodles being super cheap. You didn't cheat, did you? No way, bro. I started with Quaker Instant Oatmeal. 48 count, less than $7 delivered on Amazon. We each get one for breakfast. It costs less than 15 cents each. Nice. We could do peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for lunch. With the deals we saw, it works out to be 17 cents per sandwich for peanut butter, jelly, and bread. Let's skip some math, but there are a lot of servings in each package. Once we divide the total cost by servings, it's easy. Let's say water is free. That's 32 cents for two meals. For dinner, time to splurge. I saw that you found a John's fave, rotisserie chicken at 63 cents a serving. Potatoes for about 28 cents and a salad with dressing for 45 cents. Your set. Dinner at $1.36. Dad gets portion control and lowers his weight, so everyone is happy. That's less than $1.75 per person per day or $210 per month. That's less than $240. Bam! You always were an overachiever. I'm a believer. You can make it happen. Finding deals helps for sure. Stocking up on stuff that doesn't go bad quickly but is on sale is a winner. Making your own food really helps bring the cost down and is healthier. I know we all like a Big Mac every once in a while, but the Big Mac meals run $7 with taxes. That's only one meal, and we won't have to watch Dad blow up like a balloon. You got that right, everybody wins. Time to say goodbye and remember saving money can be fun and delicious. See you next time for more Money, money with Mac and G. Bye.